0: If you're looking for excellence in professional wrestling opinion and information, then look no further. You're listening to the Ring Scoops Podcast. For over 20 years, the revolutionary force in the internet wrestling community. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ring Scoops Podcast right here on ringscoops.com. I'm your host, the webmaster, Wade Needham. Thank you, thank you, thank you, I appreciate it, I appreciate it. I am here recording this, Ring Scoops podcast, uh, on Monday night, January 18th, 2021, it is officially 8.37pm Pacific time at the moment, just to kind of give you guys a little heads up as when I'm recording this. I watched the live feed of Monday Night Raw this week. Yeah, Monday Night Raw. Can we get Monday Night Raw? Can we come in? Anybody like it? Anybody? Come on. Uh, anyone? No, no? No? Man, you guys are a tough crowd here. Tough crowd. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Monday Night Raw, I caught the live feed. Uh, I wrote down some notes as the event went by event, as the show went by, Uh, an event as a pay-per-view, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, uh, AEW Dynamite, those are shows, those are shows, if you go to it, it's an event, anyway, so, yeah, I'm just going to give my thoughts on Monday Night Raw, I'm going to try to make this a regular thing every every Monday, Tuesday, you know, kind of give Raw thoughts, give SmackDown thoughts, and then maybe We'll do the podcast where we talk about just anything and everything about wrestling. And usually those will most likely be like the panel ones where we got more people on. Uh, I just kind of, I want to give you guys more content. That's the thing right there, man. Call me Mr. Content. You know, they called Shawn Michaels Mr. WrestleMania, right? I want to be Mr. Content. I want to be the guy that just pumps out all kinds of content for you guys. Whether it be a podcast Whether it's a a Twitch stream or, you know, something on TikTok. You know, maybe jump back into the game of doing some YouTube. I don't know. But that's what I want to do. It's like the old webmaster coming back, man. Or like the old days. Like 15 years ago and shit. Pardon my language. Pardon my language. Pardon my language on that. I apologize. Anyway. Let's get to talking about Monday Night Raw. Shall we? Okay. Here we go. So... After a video package celebrating the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr., Randy Orton spoke in a dark ring. He had a mask on, right, to protect his face, his burnt face. He explained that he was lucky. You know, he had first-degree burns to his face. His compassion is gone. And he blamed The Fiend for what happened, even though he was burned alive right uh he said that he's going to he's going to win the, the Royal Rumble match you know this promo it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad um i saw it like it was a somewhat of a of a mixed bag on uh on on twitter about it i personally didn't really find that many problems with it i thought it was a great promo it was different it it was different it was awesome it was different though but um you know i'm not gonna say too too bad stuff They're, they're they're trying to give us something different something unique here with this randy orton and bray wyatt the fiend uh feud this program it's not too bad you know it's not too bad uh moving along uh more of the uh, Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair, Lacey Evans uh, triangle, and I gotta say, as, as each week goes by, I'm I'm liking this Lacey Evans Ric Flair pairing. <laughs> I gotta say that man, as each week goes by, um, when Lacey Evans said, "There's a reason why they call him the dirtiest player in the game." I died laughing. I thought that was a great line. I thought that was just brilliant. I thought this entire uh, backstage segment was, was fantastic. It progressed it very nice. It was paced well. The reactions, the, the vocal variety of the promo was just on top of its game. And then, uh you know, it leads us to a match and it's uh, Charlotte Flair versus Peyton Royce. um yeah, I thought that was a decent match, you know, I'll be very honest. It was a huge opportunity for Peyton Royce. She barely gets to work solo, you know, after the split with the iconics, right? They, they're still having to do a lot of tag stuff I mean this match it it wasn't a mess, but there was a lot of room for improvement in my opinion. I'm not I I hate critiquing in ring work unless it's like just obviously just really bad. Uh so I'm I'm just gonna leave it there. I mean it it it, it was a decent match. It was a decent match. But the, the real story was going on between Charlotte and Ric Flair and whatnot. Ric Flair's music hits, uh, and he comes out and then Lacey Evans comes out on the on the stage with uh with the robe and whatnot. Uh but Charlotte still got the win. Charlotte Victorious, by submission. And it almost got reversed. She almost didn't let go of the the figure eight. She almost didn't let go. Moving along here on Monday Night Raw. Xavier Woods versus Mace. You know, the finish. But the match. Match was actually pretty good. Mace looked really good in the ring. Uh, Xavier Woods, always looking good, right? Um, it was fast-paced contest. Can uh, Xavier Woods, you know, overcome Mace? Can Mace overcome Woods? Woods, Jimmy Woods, Jimmy Woods. A little gaming humor there. You guys probably catch that. I'm, I might be dating myself on that one. I might be dating myself. Uh, old, old stuff right there, you know. So, yeah, I, I get it. It went over like a fart in church. Uh, other than the sloppy finish, Mace looked pretty good working with Woods. Um, he fought hard, uh, but obviously needed help with retribution size and whatnot. Mace got the win by pinfall. Good stuff, man. Really good stuff. Um, I'm really liking this this program. They're kind of starting to build up towards Ali and Kofi. Going back to about two years ago with what led up to uh, Kofi Mania was because of something that went down with Ali, remember? He couldn't be in the chamber match. So, um, you know, Kofi stepped in. Well, hold on a minute. I know I should take that out and post, but I'm not. You know me. I mean? If I can't go live, I'll do live to tape. I try to, you know, unless it's a major, huge massive. Like, if I'm going to Ralph on the air, I'm going to Ralph on the air. I'll cut that out. But blow my nose. I mean, come on, man. We all blow our nose. We all blow our nose. But yeah, I like this thing that they're doing. Um, if this leads up to a, a, a one-on-one WrestleMania match, Ali and Kofi, oh man, this is oh, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be really, really good. Um, now we saw Alexa Bliss's playground. Huh? Yeah, she came. Uh, Alexa came out to the ring. Uh, she introduced the playground, and Oscar came out. Um. She made it clear that she was going to be in the Royal Rumble match. Alexa Bliss officially announces that she's going to be in the Royal Rumble match. Asuka tried to play nice with Alexa Bliss. But she got on the goddess's nerves a little bit. And after she invoked Bray Wyatt's name, the goddess scared Asuka away. Really good segment. I'm, I'm liking this playground thing for Alexa Bliss it's a really good talk show segment a good promo segment you know before she had the, a moment of bliss now it's fantastic now with this new gimmick they kind of she still has the interview segment the promo thing but it's tailor made for the character that she's got now and I give WWE a lot of credit for being able to transform that into that keeping keeping it alive with the character you know what I mean know I'm saying? All right. Uh, up next, uh, Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax versus Mandy Rose with Dana Brooke. Actually, before that, uh, Jeff Jarrett, J-E-double-F, J-A-double-R-E-double-T, ain't I great? Jeff Jarrett predicted that Goldberg would defeat Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. Mm-mm. I don't know why I'm doing a Macho Man impression. It sucked anyway, you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, Shanna Baszler explained that she's willing to do anything, uh including going through Nia Jax to win the Women's Royal Rumble. And of course that ticked off Nia Jax. And they kind of went, I don't know you know. Uh but anyway, we had a, a matchup, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Mandy Rose. Shanna Baszler won by submission. Um Yeah. Uh I'm not gonna be too hard on that match. Uh, anytime that Shanda Baszler can go out there and Shanda Baszler can get a victory, I'm I'm a happy guy. I'm a very happy guy. Uh, they're c- pushing this whole thing, you know. Is uh, is Nia Jack Shanda Baszler going to fight? Royal Rumble's coming up. That's gonna uh, you know that's gonna test friendships and partnerships and tag teams and all that stuff. So uh, I look at it that way. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose to look at the light side of the moon, which is like majority of it the light side of the moon, the optimistic side of things. And I think this is a really good, um, really good, uh, push for the Royal Rumble. Sorry, I was checking my phone there. Um, I shouldn't do that during the show, right? But yeah, I got unmuted. It's all fine. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, the Royal Rumble, man. Every person for themselves and the men's and the women's Royal Rumble. And uh it doesn't matter if your tag team partners or not. It doesn't matter if you're friends or not. Only one person can win each Royal Rumble. And that's the story being told here, and I like it. I like it a lot. Uh Royal Rumble. That's um The Road to WrestleMania usually starts the Royal Rumble, right? Usually, yeah, it is. What am I saying? Usually, it it is every time because the winner of the Royal Rumble goes on to WrestleMania to take on the champion, whomever it may be, whatever brand they're at and whatnot. But, you know, whoever, you know, he or she is that wins the Royal Rumble. Please do not Uh, uh, use gendered language to to address everyone. I am, I am, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I didn't think that I was being rude. Um, let me let me take that back. Okay. So whoever wins the two Royal Rumble matches goes on to WrestleMania. Road to WrestleMania, right? So they they got these uh the, the promo for WrestleMania that they announced a couple of days ago. And they aired in on Monday Night Raw this week. The announcements. Uh, it's funny. The, it, I love the comedy aspect to it. I love the production of it. It's a really good uh, video announcement for the next WrestleMania. And the WrestleMania after that. And the WrestleMania after that. Three WrestleMania announcements. This year it's going to be in Tampa. They're going to have a, a redo from last year. And then next year, it's going to be in Dallas. And then in 2023, if we even survive, it's going to be in Los Angeles. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. It was supposed to be this year, but, you know, COVID and everything, right? But, yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Obviously not going this year. Maybe, if if I push my cards right, maybe go to Dallas next year. But for sure in 2023, I'm going to L.A., man. That is, if I'm still here. If we are all still here, if World War III hasn't happened, or World War Five, or Six, or Twenty Nine. You know what I mean? Know I mean? Remember, Ernest? You know what I mean, Vern? Ernest P. Worrell. Ernest goes to wrestling school. That would have been a great movie. Anyway, all right. Up next on Monday Night Raw, Royal Rumble opportunity on the line. AJ Styles with Omos versus Ricochet. So yeah, Adam Pierce had explained to Ricochet that he would only earn a spot in the men's Royal Rumble match if he won a match against AJ Styles, right? And the Phenomenal One he mocked the one and only. There's a whole lot of ones going on here. Um he's saying he was a loser, he's not worthy of the Royal Rumble and whatnot. Ricochet being, you know, confident cocky and whatnot. That he was faster and more aggressive than Styles. It, it led to a match. Solid match, man. Holy crap. Ricochet came to Raw to fight. He put on one of his best performances on Raw to date. And I saw on Twitter, somebody, somebody made a mention. They made a comment. They made a commentary. That they believe that the old man, Vince McMahon. That's right. Vince McMahon himself. Yeah! I'm not fired. This Wednesday, somebody else gets fired. But anyway, Vince McMahon himself, this is the commentary from this guy on Twitter, said that he believes that the old man, Vince McMahon, sent AJ Styles out there to work with Ricochet to see if he's uh, worth keeping on the payroll. Because you know, spring cleaning is going to be coming up pretty soon. Right? And I think Ricochet knows that. I believe that, too. I'm, I'm with that guy on Twitter. I am with that guy. I think I think this was one of those, you know, like, remember back in the day when a tag team would get signed by the WWE? They'd work some house shows and whatnot, right? Just kind of get used to being in the ring, working their style a little bit. They got brought up to TV. And the tag teams would immediately work with um, Farouk and Bradshaw. Like, uh, for instance, in 99, um, with a public enemy. Public Enemy came in, and they worked with uh, APA, and they thought APA was too stiff. They couldn't hack it, and they got released, and they went back to, I can't remember if it was ECW or WCW at the time. And then later on in that summer, I think it was like, oh, God, 99. It had to have been like late August, maybe September. Uh, The Dudley boys came in, and they immediately worked a program with APA with the Acolytes, you know, for Rook and Bradshaw, right? And they were able to, to, to swing with them, to hang with them. And guess what happened? The Dudley boys stuck around, and 2000 came about, and the Dudley boys captured the tag team championship. A- A- AJ Styles is one of those guys nowadays that if you want to know if you can hang with the company, if you can hang with the big boys, you put that person in the ring with AJ Styles. It's like Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall would always say back in the day. If they wanted to know somebody could work, they put them in the ring with the kid. Put them in the ring with Waltman. And if Waltman came back and gave a thumbs up, they were good in their book. I know a lot of people don't feel that good about that kind of philosophy. Because obviously you you can be the greatest worker in the world if you don't have chemistry with one person. And that one person makes or breaks you. I mean, that's unfortunate. I get that. But the odds of that being the case for a lot of guys, it's not really high, but anyway, what I'm trying to say here is a ricochet came out and ricochet and AJ put on a hell of a match. One of the best matches on raw in like the last couple of years, especially for one that was just kind of put together out of nowhere. Right. It really showcased ricochet very well that he deserves more. Um, AJ defeated Ricochet by pinfall. Saying that Ricochet is not going to be in the Royal Rumble match, but of course, we, we know that ain't going to happen. It makes no sense to keep him out of the match. He's going to figure out a way to do gonna They're going to get fan support for this. That's the big thing right there. That's the big picture. All right, next. Uh, we got The Miz and Morrison hosting the Dirt Sheet. They said, you know, that Goldberg was going to be on there and they promised Drew McIntyre and all this stuff. And pretty much... They came out, they did their usual shtick. Gilberg came out, and then they had a mini uh, weird-looking dude to play Drew McIntyre. Now, all right, I got my initial laugh out of the way of this. It was funny. It was good to see Gilberg on there, I'll tell you that. Um. So... Yeah, the first thing that came to my mind, too, when Gilbert came out, and I saw this on Twitter. I saw this from uh, from a couple people. I saw it from my friend Leah. Uh, she was very concerned, as a lot of people were, about Gilberg had recently had a heart attack, right? Like, right before Christmas. So, for him to come out and perform on Raw, I mean, he didn't have a match or anything like that, but for him to just come out, that's a testament to the strength of Gilberg, to Dwayne Gill, I commend him on that, man. Um, I know, like that dude never had like the biggest, you know, run in the business or anything like that. But I respect guys like Dwayne Gill a whole hell of a lot because of the contributions that they have they've given to the business. You don't have to have marquee matches or huge win loss records or nothing like that to be able to be considered, um, you know, a great hand in the business. And to to have somewhat of a legacy and whatnot, you if you if you, I can't even try to find the right words, but I hope you guys get what I'm trying to say, right? But anyway, going back to the segment, uh, it was a train wreck, man. It really was. Uh, <laughs> so I like I like the Miz, I like the pairing of Miz and Morrison. I think they're a great duo. This just kind of reeked of of crap. You know, it really did. The, the ultimate goal that they got out of it was that the Miz was pretty much saying, "Hey, I, I, you know, money in the bank is is mine. I still have it, um, even though you know he cashed it in a while back and failed. They gave it back to him, so it's still in play now. And he's got the next couple months, what like next four or five months, to cash it in. And that was he was that was what the promo was pretty much all about. It was just the usual hijinks of the dirt sheet with these guys." I'm trying not to trash you too much because I like, I like the dirt sheet I like Miz. Morrison's funny. Morrison's a hell of a freaking athlete. Uh, the Miz is a great performer. Yeah, I, it's just hard to hate on it. But it is what it is. Uh, up next here on Monday Night Ro- I don't know why I keep going to the macho voice. Uh, Lucha House Party and Riddle versus The Hurt Business. I guess the story here that they're trying to tell is Cedric Alexander is kinda of like becoming a little too good for himself or whatnot, right? I I need I need to mute my computer. There's just too many notifications being popped off. Distracting me right now. Uh so like that's that's the thing right there, right? Is it dissension in the ranks, I guess, or you know, kinda of like Cedric is I guess kinda of pulling like the rock roll? from the nation where he's just doing his own thing. I mean, obviously it's not going to be as effective. It's not going to be as huge. It's not going to be as, as, as big as what happened with the rock and the nation. And I would love for them to prove me wrong. And with all due respect to Cedric Alexander, he is no Dwayne Johnson. He is no rock. But anyway, the hurt business, they got the, they got the victory by submission. Uh, I think the match went just a little bit too long, but I give them this, man. I mean, this is very obvious what story they're telling with this. So I have to give them a, a shit ton of credit on that. It was it was built around the conflict between you know Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Lashley having with uh, Cedric Alexander, miscommunication and whatnot. Um. Just yeah, it's a tease for later. That's fine. We're not going to get it right now, which is great because her business is doing fantastic business. I like to see them stick around for a couple more months. It's a great stable. It it's it's definitely it's elevating every member that's in there. That is such a great faction. Uh, Next uh, we got Drew McIntyre speaking from his home gym. Called Miz and Morrison a bunch of clowns. Gave respect to Goldberg and whatnot. Said he was confident he was going to retain the WWE Championship. Pretty much, you know, promo from home because he's got COVID. And just putting over that he's going to win at the Rumble. It was effective. It was It was what it was. It was supposed to be what it was. Uh, then we got Jeff Hardy versus Jackson Riker with Elias. This felt rushed and unnecessary, really. They fought last week, whatnot. Uh, this week was a little bit better there's communication with you know between Elias and whatnot uh hopefully there's a long-term plan here but I just feel like this whole Elias and hardy thing just kind of ran its course already it is what it is but now now we come to the main event the main event the main event come on the main event people The main event, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. Non title match. Non title match. Okay. Asuka was dominating Alexa Bliss early on with the strikes and whatnot. Um, and then the lights went out. And they came back on. Alexa Bliss was changed completely. She wasn't the happy go lucky Alexa Bliss, she was the dark, demonic Alexa Bliss. This match was just, man. Alexa Bliss, she beat Asuka. She was ready for Asuka. She was ready for her. I just, I love it, man. The dual personalities with both like Bray Wyatt and The Fiend, and now Alexa Bliss and, and Dark Alexa Bliss and whatnot, right? And it's a new. New style in the ring. And I think that's why she took some time off too. She might have been developing an alternate style for this other character of hers. It was really cool. I liked it. I just thought that this was an amazing way to end Monday Night Raw. It was something different. Even though the Asuka took the fall, she didn't look weak because of the type of character... That Alexa Bliss is performing as. You know what I mean? I know there's people out there. Are going to say that this. This should have been saved. For like. A title match down the road. Down the road. I mean. Arguable. I'll give them that. I still think it was fantastic. So. In close. I got to say. I was. I was entertained by the opening of Raw. I was entertained by the end. There was uh, some stuff in the middle of it that was, you know, a nice high. I think it was better than last week's, better than, obviously, better than the fucking legend shit. This was um, a climb for Monday Night Raw compared to the previous weeks. The three hours went by a little faster than they did in the last couple weeks. The performances were a little bit better. You started strong, you ended strong. You bookended a Monday Night Raw, fantastically. I'm looking forward to more of this build for the Royal Rumble. I can't wait until this Friday for SmackDown, which Friday night, Saturday morning, I'm going to do the SmackDown Thoughts podcast. So keep an eye out for that, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, I think I think that that might be it. I think we're finished. Bukowski, not that kind of finished. But well, we are we are finished. Uh, you know, I need I need to add like an ending track here for the uh, for the podcast um, on the soundboard here, so we can have some music play out while we end the show because it's just kind of boring with me not really saying or doing anything in the background. Uh, so I can, we'll just do the tape rewind. Uh, don't forget check out Ring Scoops on social media. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, with the handle at Ring Scoops, uh, twitch.tv slash Ring Scoops, prowrestlingtees.com slash Ring Scoops for all your Ring Scoops merchandise. I'm trying to remember like what else we got going on. I think those are like the biggest things. I want to thank everybody out there that uh, is tuning in. I want to thank everybody that helps out with Ring Scoops. Um, definitely want to thank uh, Leah for all the help that she's done in helping out Ring Scoops transform the social media. Uh, profiles for us. Um, last few years, you know, I kind of, kind of used the ring scoops platform a little bit for my own personal kind of stuff for, for like the last two years. And we're, we're getting a change with that. We're we're trying, we're trying new stuff. We're trying to go back to our roots a little bit, separating the personal with the ring scoop stuff. And Leah has been a huge part of that. And I want to thank her so much for her role and, uh, and, and getting, getting a fire under my ass (laughs) let's call a spade a spade on that one right uh lighting a fire under my ass to get things going here on ring scoops we got some big things coming in 2021 stay tuned um we'll have another podcast at the end of the week uh check out our twitch streams as well twitch.tv slash ring scoops i'm going to be working on some special projects pretty soon like we did the arcade stick last week uh, this week and maybe next week, we can be working on putting together our own DIY Nano Leaf lights with LED lights and whatnot. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. You're invited. Come check us out, man. It's gonna be cool. All right, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and end the show. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, I'm the webmaster Wayne am saying thank you. Good night and be cool.